So let's, let's look at it more constructively. How are we going to uh, um, define uh, the problem? What are the strategic um, work plan that we should develop to, to attack the problem? What are some roadmaps we should be looking for? What are the resources we need? And how do we get people working together? Welcome back, everybody. Rich Bigger, Shanghai-based social entrepreneur, here with my good friend Edwin Ke, who is with Hong Kong Rita. And we just had a tour of the mills, and he also broke down, basically, one, his personal trajectory, how he got involved with the issues of sustainability, where he's at now, why he's optimistic, but also being very realistic about the challenges we face. Um, so I would really love it if you maybe start off with the introduction of yourself and where we are um, in Hong Kong. Okay, so hi, I'm Edwin, uh, and we are at the Mills Project, which is a project that, that officially opened up December uh, 2018, so it's relatively new. Mm -hmm. And here there are three, three spaces. We have a shopping mall downstairs, which is a, um, a space for entrepreneurs and for new types of uh, brands that are more sustainable, mm -hmm. a little bit different. Uh, and then there is a museum art space where, where um, the, the mills is actually was once upon a time uh, a series of, of, of uh, a cotton mills. Right. So so the the art slash museum space is where they uh, where they talk about that and there's art exhibition about uh, spinning and weaving and the whole fiber and fabric uh, part of, of the of, of the business. Uh, and then we're here. Here, this is what they call the, the, the Fab Lab, which is a makerspace uh, uh, that is inside a, a um, incubator, startup, uh, co-working space. Uh, and here, the idea is to get from zero to one. Uh, try to get to prototype uh, with with your ideas. And so we have one of every type of machine, okay. uh, and it's focused around wearables. Uh, and any sort of new ideas uh, in, in this space. Now what I came to know this project for is really the sustainability side of this and the mill that we saw downstairs, the, the container, the double wide as we call right, it in the right, Midwest, right, right. Um, you know, where you're taking fiber from the consumer you're able to turn it into something else. Um, how did you get into that space and how, why is this the place to be doing that? So, so for a couple of years now, we've been working on sustainability and recycling, and and what we found in the process that one, it is it is still for for the f there's no conversation directly to consumers. Mm. Um, consumers in in general don't understand what we're talking about when we when we say, oh, here's the SAC Hig Index or 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 uh, whatever the the. Um, uh, th there's no vocabulary to talk about what we're doing. So we wanted to ask the question, is there something we can do that, that uh, connects directly with, with, the, with the consumer? Uh, and, and then even though we've been focusing a lot on industrial scale types of solution, we want to make this uh, intelligent, understandable, approachable, and, and we want to get a lot of consumer feedback about what we're doing. So we created this retail idea uh, in which we, uh, we call it the G2G, which is the garment to garment uh, a shop. And so the very simple idea, we ask consumers, come in with clothes that you can't wear anymore, uh, clothes that uh, are soil damaged or otherwise can't be used in its current form, and we will turn those into yarns and fibers, and mm -hmm. we will 3D knit you new clothes. 
Most consumers don't understand recycling when you take your clothes back to say Uniqlo right. or H&M or to any of the, any of the boxes. Right. What, what's the size of that problem and what normally happens when you put your stuff into that box? Right. Right. So, so the, 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 there's two challenges that, that you've talked about there. One is the black box, right? Which is customers right now, the, the, or consumers, when they, when, they, when they hand over their old clothes, that's the last time they see it. They don't know what happens to it and what the possibilities are uh, for that. So we want, we want to demystify it. So it, that's why we have uh, glass walls. And, and then two, um, fashion cycles are fast. Fashion cycles are, are more and more frequent. But, but materials that, that we use to make our clothes actually are quite durable and, and have a, a very long life, useful life to it. Mm -hmm. and, and we wanted to, 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 to highlight that in, in that project as well. Okay. Uh, and, and, and then thirdly, the, the, the point earlier is that we wanted to, to be quite approachable. We want people mm -hmm. to see what we're doing. So in that box are, are not salesmen, but, but research scientists and, and engineers. And we are mm -hmm. tinkering with and playing around with a solution for, for that problem. What's the risk though that some of what you develop, you'll bring it in and it won't be able to achieve the full potential right, right, because, yeah, you yeah, know, it hits that ceiling and they're like, well, that's cute. You get strangled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen that too. Okay. Uh, and, and, and that is sort of like, um, be careful who you partner up with and, and, and make sure that the, that the culture uh, uh, is aligned uh, and that you have enough run, uh, 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 runway to, to succeed. Yeah. Also, I think that, that the cases that we've seen that are successful have had good success, as good internal firewalls, mm. so that they don't sort of then, the, 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 uh, the legacy systems and thinking don't leach into the, uh, and, and strangle the, uh, the, the, the innovators because uh, you're the, you're the you're the uh, you're the cancer, right? Yeah. <laughs> because you're the change agent, and and everybody else wants to make sure that you you, you conform. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. um, couple more questions. One is, what are maybe two or three things you wish more consumers understood about textile sustainability, textile waste? Um, we're probably the first generation to look at apparel as disposable. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was an heirloom. Uh, clothes, you know, mothers used to leave clothes to their daughters as part of their, their dowry uh, and what have you. Uh, and so the, 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 the challenge is this, the, the success of, of, of Madison Avenue uh, in, in converting our thinking of, of what we use as disposable mm. uh, items. And, and, and I think we need that fundamental shift and say this is something uh, that we should take care of, it's valuable, mm. and it is something that, has, uh, that lasts a long time. Because the, the success of, of apparel recycling and fiber recycling that we, we, have, uh, we are encountering mm. is because materials are so durable. Right. They, and right. they, th there is so much useful life uh, that we haven't tapped into right. because we we throw away things uh, so quickly. I, I, I think that that would be one. The other thing is that the forget climate change or any of the of, of the of the current uh, conversations right now. Mm. Three and you live in in China. Three hundred million maybe Chinese are about to be middle class right, right. in in the tier three, tier four, tier five cities. Not even on board yet. Right. Yep. And then behind them. Another 300 million Indians who are going to be there in the next like, three, five, seven years. Yep. So in, in, in the next decade, like two Americas worth of consumers are coming on board. 
and, and urban consumers. Yeah, like yeah. rural, just urban. Yeah, yeah. And, and and it's the first time they consume, and yeah. and if if they look at their Western counterpart today as the role model for yeah. what what how they should live and and what consumption looks like, there's just not enough raw material right. to go around. So so sustainable consumption, yeah. uh, and, and 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 circularity. Those have to be those have to be something that we work on with a sense of urgency because we have to develop those models. Yeah. Uh, not ten years from now. Really, it's it's like today we have to really figure that one out. Um, it, it, it's yeah. So 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 th that's a big challenge, and and I I think too um, that that. So this is the, there's an opportunity to leapfrog everything, right? Mm -hmm. We can go straight to 5G, right? Yeah. Because yeah. And, and so the opportunity is, you don't have to go through that curve mm -hmm. that 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 the Western consumer have gone through. You you, exactly. you can skip the last 50 years, right. right? And what's the potential scale that you see here? I mean, textile waste is something that is finally getting a little bit of coverage, and people are finally right. starting to understand right. how big this is. Um, what are your hopes for this project? It, it, well, this is a drop in the bucket. This is a small drop in, 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 in a big bucket. Our, our hope is one, educational. We want people to, to see uh, what, what, what they can do uh, uh, with, with uh, used um, materials. Um, uh, secondly, we, we want to experiment with new business models. Right. Uh, uh, and, and so one of the ideas is we are looking at what if consumers come in with the raw material and the brand is producing the idea and the and, and the concepts, and so you can continue to have new clothes and new fashion, but it's just we're, we're, we're reusing the old material uh, right. for that purpose. Is the big bucket paying attention to this? Are they coming in here and looking at what's going on and being like, oh, that's really... Yeah. Yeah. What, what's been the response from the industry? We, we've been very happy with, with, with how curious everybody is about that, that, that shop. Mm -hmm. uh, we have been told by, by the mall operator that that's the draw. Mm -hmm. uh, that people are coming in uh, because it's so experiential. Right. You, know, you can show, you can buy everything you 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 need uh, downstairs online. Right? Uh, but there, you 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 are looking at what is happening, and you are involved in the process, and you can be engaged. You can ask questions. So it's it's a real reason to to be in a in a in a shopping mall environment. Mm -hmm. um, but we also, hopefully, we, we're getting people excited about, about the idea. I mean, right. at the end of the day, we need huge industrial-sized solutions to, right. to these problems that can handle uh, hundreds of tons a day, not a couple of pieces of apparel uh, uh, in, in a couple of hours like mm. what we're doing downstairs. And, and so that piece we're also hard at work on. But the people coming in here from various brands, I, I know H&M has put a significant investment into this, right, right. and there's others who come through. What are their groups, the executives or the, the sustainability right. directors, like what are they seeing here from this? First of all, we want to, we want to approach everything in a, in a positive vein. Mm -hmm. we, we, the, 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 uh, it's a it's it's a big problem and and it's dirty and it's and it's uh, impacting a lot of communities and all that. We know that. Right. Now, what are possible solutions that could be fun, interesting, and, and engaging? And we want that to be to to be one opportunity for for uh, for brands to be exposed to and say, oh. 
hey, maybe we can try that. And, and, and so we're very happy that, that, there, are, that there are brands that are, that are interested in, in working with us to build systems like that mm -hmm. for, for, their, uh, for their operations. Uh, we are also uh, uh, looking at, well, how, what are different types of outputs you can, you can make with that? Uh, what are different variations and iterations of, of, of that uh, that, that we, can, we, can, we can develop uh, as we go on? Is this something you look to put into a store? Like, is H&M looking to brand this in a way? Because they, they do a lot of consumer engagement. Right, right. Is this something that could become part of their extension of? For sure. So, so none of these sponsors really are, are looking at anything uh, um, uh, for, to, to make money with. On the other hand, they are all interested in the potential exi excitement it can create. Mm -hmm. So we are, uh, we ha are in, in development and, and we have contracts to, to build right. more of these for, for, for different uh, brands uh, in different parts of the world. We are developing different versions of this. So, so it's a 40-foot container, so mm -hmm. what if we put wheels on it and, mm -hmm. and make it a, uh, an, an, an event uh, um, a pop-up uh, idea. So, so that's another version of it that, w that we're developing. Now, one thing I love to do here is like get into the stories of the entrepreneurs, the innovators themselves. Um, can you give a, a brief introduction into your background? Because when I met you, you were not working in a lab, working on the future of. You were working uh, in a very different environment, yeah, but yeah. led to this. Um, but can you give a background on how you got here, what your, what your personal background is? Sure, with the proviso that my career track should, should be maybe a cautionary tale for, for people <laughs> as opposed to, oh, we should do that too. Uh, I, I, uh, my first job uh, after I got my uh, undergraduate degree was I worked for the United Nations High Commission for Refugees. Mm. So, so I worked in refugee camp for, for three years with the idea that I was going to go get my PhD in, in, in sociology and be either an academic or work mm. in the public sector. But it was the most frustrating three years of, of my life because here we have a, uh, a, a well-endowed, large, um, a, a global organization yeah. with a life and death mandate. And yet I was in a refugee camp watching people die unnecessarily mm. because of the inefficiency and inability to deploy resources and the, just the, the bureaucracy involved. Mm. And, and I was very frustrated, not so much with with everybody else but with myself because I don't have the tools to figure out how to change that. So, so, I, so I went to business school <laughs> because I said I want to figure out how large organizations work and how you can use that uh, in a way that, that is efficient, effective and, and actually does something good. Right. Uh, and, and to pay for, for graduate school I worked for a startup in the, on the import side of the, the apparel business and found it fascinating. Mm. So after a couple of years in the US I moved back to Hong Kong and, and was on the export side so, so I ran a, a, a lot of uh, buying offices and, 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 and the like so uh, I, I did the startup for Abercrombie & Fitch okay. in, the, in the late 80s. I, I worked for like Donna Karen as mm. a DKNY brand, helped them with the IPO and uh, worked in uh, the footwear side of things yeah. for a while and then uh, what you were referring to was uh, then, then uh, uh, through a circuitous route I, I became uh, chief operating officer of the global supply chain for, for Walmart. Mm. The, 
the big kahuna, if you will. And, and uh, at, at a very important time, I think, in Walmart's history, yes. in a sense, right? Yes, yes, yes. I, I was there on false pretenses. I, I was there because they were trying to develop, develop the strategy for their sustainability uh, mm -hmm. uh, story. What, how are they going to change um, as, as a large business? Right. And, and I was encouraged by the then CEO, this, you know, you can do these sort of little things on your own, but wouldn't it be great if you leverage uh, the scale of Walmart to yeah. really make yeah. a difference? And so, so I was there for a couple of years to work on the, the, uh, the sustainability strategy for, mm -hmm. for Walmart Inc. And a lot of what you see today uh, that Walmart is rolling out uh, is, is what some of the, based on some of the work that, that, that we did back then. So I was very happy to do that. What was it like taking the biggest supply chain in the world and trying to fit sustainability in at a time when it was an idea? One thing I credit Walmart for uh, during that period is that it, it, it was very aspirational. Mm -hmm. it, it really, it started well out with, here's what we want, would like to do. We want to be 100% uh, renewable energy, we want to create no waste, and we want to sell things that are, that are good for the environment. That's how the C then CEO articulated uh, his vision to me. Mm -hmm. and, and then his next line was, well, we don't know how to do it. This is where you come in. So, you know how every CEO sort of in their, in their annual meeting with analysts sort of then preface everything with certain statements are forward-looking statements, you know, right, don't. Right, right. So, so they really didn't, but, but they said, this is what we would like to be. And, and now let's figure out how long it takes or what it takes for us to, to get there. Okay. And, and, and so it wasn't practical. Mm -hmm. It may not be possible, but, but you know, let's shoot the moon. And, and so uh, it, was, it was, for me, fun times yeah. because, because it was a great problem to, to, to work on. Making you think a little bit, a lot of people think, I mean, there's, there's two ways of really cutting this path that we look at. One is on your own and one is within a machine, right? right. And it can, be, it can be any, it doesn't matter. It's like, right. what tool, what medium do you want to get through? Um, if you were to think about the big supply chains, the ability to impact there, I mean, you're working with the big supply chains again, but right. as an external, what are the pros and cons? And like, what would you consider, you know, to be the best things here versus right. what was the best right. things that say Walmart and the other ones yeah. that you mentioned? So. We, we get the best of many worlds. So, so we work with a lot of entrepreneurs because mm -hmm. they are a great source of out-of-the-box thinking, new ideas, mm -hmm. uh, and, and they're fearless, right? They, they right. just don't know what, what, what doesn't work and they will challenge conventional thinking. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we love that, but, but we know that, that, look, eight out of 10 of these guys may not survive. Right. So we do have to, and, and if they, it takes too long to scale. So we do have yeah. to work also on, on the, with the big guys. So what we want to do is to strike the balance with, with how we engage with, with, with both groups. That one is the youthful, future-looking, fresh ideas, and the yeah. other one is, uh, oh, here's, here's some ideas that you may you know, take, run with, and, and really change the marketplace or, or, or really disrupt mm. uh, the marketplace because you have that, 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 that access and that scale to, to do that. So, so we, we, we work on both and they're very different. I work with a lot of big brands as well. Like, why is it that they can't get the innovation, they can't get that inspiration and actually just take it forward? It becomes a statement, there's project mm. plans and KPIs and three to five years later you start to see the, you know, the, the medium start right. to slip down. Right, right. What's going on there? Like, what's preventing these big brands from really turning that ship around? 
some of it is the accountability to short-term performance. Okay. So, so you just have to have things that have early wins, mm -hmm. otherwise you just don't have internal support. Uh, I think the other one too is that, that um, the, the, the motivation to, to change sometimes, uh, the change of behavior it's, it's difficult when you have a large group of people that you have to, uh, um, you, you have to get them to, to have a different set of beliefs and, and, and different set of filters yeah. when they think about what they do. Um, I, you can also say that, that um, oftentimes in large organizations, the, the default is not to do anything new, mm -hmm. right? Because that's too risky. It's, right, it's, right, right. It's, uh, it, that's not how we got here and and so you either are missing the will because things are going so well or you're right. missing the means because things are going too bad right, <laughs> right? so either way if it works or if life is good <laughs> or life is bad you you just don't want to you just want don't don't want to rock the boat right um, so what we want to do is, is how we approach this is we want to create enough disruption in the technology and the mm. science and the industry, so they feel like, oh, this is an opportunity. We can, okay. we, we should, we should get on board. So that kind of leads me back to the theme of the series: very Asia sustainability innovation. You know, we're going to urbanize two billion more Asians in the next fifteen years, and right. that's going to be just how we're going to feed, clothe, keep the lights on. That's a huge challenge that most Western executives that I meet with they don't even understand. They've got no concept. What do you see here in the region? in the city that really gives you hope? I, 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 I am hopeful. Yeah. I, 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 am, I am positive because um, I, I, I do see progressive uh, um, uh, local government uh, mm -hmm. officials who, who we work with a lot who, who understand what is happening at the community level. Uh, how do we keep streets clean and, and, and trash collected, uh, and, and enough clean water and clean air for, for, uh, for these growing communities? So, so I, 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 I do see on a practical level there are, there are micro-innovations that happen every day. Yep. Uh, I, I do see city uh, governments like Hong Kong who invest in, like we're funded by the Innovation and Technology Fund, which is a big chunk of money that yep. they just said, this is for applied research. This is, this is not an academic exercise. You guys have to come up with solutions that, that we can roll out uh, as quickly as possible. Yeah. So, so I, I, I am hopeful. Um, whereas I, I, I agree with, with you that, that I, I think a lot of the solutions probably will come out for this part of the world. I, I, I do hope that this continues to be a global effort. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the reason being is that I think the world is, is, is a better place and a safer place and a more stable place if we have a lot more multilateral types of uh, relationships and, and, and agreements and if, and if people from different perspectives can work together. Uh, um, this, 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 this barrier, this, this extreme uh, that we see today yeah. uh, I think it's so destabilizing, and you see the, mm -hmm. the, the effects of that already. Wouldn't it be great if we change the conversation around and, and, and work on one existential problem that impacts everybody, mm -hmm. and, and, and everybody wins, and everybody can take pride in the fact that they were part of the solution? And All right, last question. Speaking to kind of the younger, you know, maybe 
fresh college grads coming out of Wharton, whatever it may be, what's some advice you would give them? Like they see the existential threat. It's very emotional. They're right. very hyped up, but they have no idea what to do. Right. Right. Like right. they don't know what their tools are. What are a few pieces of advice you'd give them? Well, one, I would, I would, I would look at it as rationally as possible mm -hmm. uh, um, because I, I think that there is, the world is too many angry young, young people already. I mean, I, I understand and acknowledge the reason for their frustration and their anger, mm. but that's not going to be constructive. So, so, so let's, let's look at it more constructively. How are we going to, how are we going to uh, um, define uh, the problem? What are the strategic um, work plan that we should develop to, to, uh, to, to attack the problem? What are some roadmaps we should be looking for? What are the resources we need? Mm. And how do we get people working together? And, and, and it, it is a multidiscipline uh, problem. So, so it, it, what, what we need to do is to create these, these platforms for, for people who are thinking about the same problem yeah. to work together. And, and so create a platform and, and, and open a lab for everybody to jump on board and, and I think everybody will contribute to, to the solution. So don't work in isolation, work, work with, with, mm -hmm. uh, with, with different people who have uh, from dif different uh, disciplines. Yep. And, and I, I, I think um, you, you can either be hopeful, optimistic and, and, and say what a great opportunity because there are so many things that we can impact and change. Yep. Uh, um, or you can be really sad and, <laughs> and, and upset, right? Right, right, right. And, exactly. and, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, hey, let's, 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 let's make this something that, that we can build a great career mm -hmm. uh, and, and uh, we can be, be useful in. Uh, um, going to useful, get a real job, go work for an NGO, um, do something scientific, be more marketing, like. The cool thing about the university experience for a lot of young people is that it's the last space where you're in a very supportive environment in which everybody wants you to succeed. Yeah. And you can experiment with anything. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and so take advantage of that. Use that and, 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 and really uh, a fig, sort of build up who you are and, 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 and sculpt who you are. And then whatever aspirational uh, goals that you have, figure out what tools you need mm -hmm. uh, so that you can be armed and dangerous. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. you.